You're listening to a Platforms podcast, your source for cutting-edge relevant Torah. Enjoy. The Gemara says in Tractate Nadarim that there are seven things that were created before the actual world itself was created. And the seven things are Torah, repentance, the Garden of Eden, Gehenna, uh, which is classically known as hell, the throne of glory, that means God's heavenly throne, the holy temple, and the name of the Mashiach. So these seven things obviously need understanding. Number one, why is it necessary to create anything before the world? Why not just create everything at the same time? Why, why, why should there be a concept that before the rest of the world, so to speak, is created, you have certain things created? Number two, why specifically these seven things? What is the common denominator of these seven things that they earn a category by themselves called created before the rest of the world? Also, very difficult to understand in this list is the concept of repentance and hell. And seemingly, the idea of repentance is that a person is going to sin, which is going to require them to repent which seems to mean that from the very beginning, God is anticipating that people will sin. Instead of, well, if people sin, we'll deal with that later, God is saying, no, we have to have in place that people will sin. And a similar question can be asked about Gehenna, namely that it must be that people will sin and need a place of, so to speak, suffering and and payment for their crimes, uh, being due, and so therefore we need these these concepts of repentance and Gehenna. So how do we understand this listing? Why was it necessary for these things to be created before the rest of the world? So I'd like to suggest a very simple but profound concept that we learn from here, and that we need to know this listing in order to understand a fundamental point of God's creation. The idea of something being created before something else means that in order for the later thing to be created, the first thing was necessary, and it had to come first. Why is that? The answer is very simple. One of the great benefits of knowing that there is a God, and knowing that God created the world, means that there is, an, in what we call today, intelligent design. By definition, there can be no intelligent design if it doesn't have an intelligent plan. There's no concept that a person should do something without having a plan or a purpose. And this we learn from God. When God created the world, he didn't simply create the world. He created the plan, and then the world followed. So the rest of the world is a fulfillment of God's plan. The plan in mundane terminology or typical terminology is like what we call the blueprint of a house. The blueprint is the house, I'm sorry, the blueprint is the plan, and the house is the fulfillment of that plan. And the same thing in truth with every concept in the world. There needs to be a conception of it that has all the important ingredients in order to have the plan come about. So the plan comes before the actual implementation and the fulfillment of that plan. So these seven things are what we will call the chassis, or the 
foundation points of creation in order for creation to fulfill its purpose. So what is its purpose? Well, the answer, what is the purpose of creation? The answer is that the purpose of creation is to have a creature that chooses to do good and that that good connects that creature with God in an infinite way. Because ultimately God created the world in order to give good. This is what Rabbi Lutzato teaches us in his book, The Way of God. This is based on many other statements that uh, the rabbis make about God and God's intentions. So ultimately, there needs to be a creation that includes man having free choice and that choice leading to good and that that good is the ultimate way for man to connect to God on an infinite basis. Therefore, in order for that to happen, evil needs to be possible. Punishment for doing evil needs to be possible. And even repentance needs to be possible. The thread that combines these seven ideas is that creation will have a potential of a creature choosing good, suffering the consequences of not doing good if he does not choose good, or else he does not really have free choice. Because if there's no consequence for doing evil, then there really is no choice between good and evil. It has to have a consequence or else it's not really, so to speak, evil. And we also need it to be possible that man can live in an infinite close relationship with God, which is why we have the name of the Mashiach, the Beis HaMikdash, and the God's throne of glory. The Torah is the vehicle by which man learns what is good and what is evil and the importance of choosing good versus evil and the result of those choices are everything else in the list so one more time the seven things created before the world are Torah that's there to teach man to choose between good and evil and hopefully to choose good then you have Teshuvah which is necessary if man will sin Parenthetically, teshuva is also a way of describing man becoming closer to God, even if he does not sin. Then you have the Garden of Eden, which is part of the reward of man, and where man can live close to God in an infinite way. Then you have Gehenna, which is the consequence of doing evil. Then we have the throne of glory, which is recognizing the kingship of God and being a subject of his, which is also part of a relationship with him in a close fashion and fulfilling purpose by living his mission. Then we have the Beis HaMikdash, the Holy Temple, which is also living close with God, and the name of the Mashiach, which is the being that will bring close man to God in its ultimate state, so that the world can advance to true perfection and true infinity. This is the definition of fulfilling the plan. So the plan is these seven things. These are the ingredients necessary for a creation with purpose and connection with God, which includes choice. And then the world can actually be created so that it can fulfill this plan. This has been a Platforms podcast. Please share it with your friends. If you can think of one person to send it to, please take the time. It truly is the best way to help us out. If you have any comments or suggestions, please go and email platformspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you.